Peace and blessings, and welcome back to the Heritage Hip Hop Podcast, where we introduce you to your future favorite artists today, and most importantly, we pay homage to the people who set the groundwork for making hip hop what it is. And today, I have somebody whose voice, if you don't know, you don't know your history. Tell everybody who you are. What's up, y'all? It's Sunhaz from the Outsiders, formerly known as Nauseous, you know, from New Jersey, Brick City. Nauseous has, Nauseous, well, he was known as Nauseous, had one of my favorite verses in the song Money, 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 which is my favorite outside of song, period. You know what I'm saying? All right. That's what's up. And I want to, um, I want to, I want to congratulate you on longevity because a lot of people quit on things where it doesn't go the way the world seems it should go. Tell me what hip hop means to you and why you started rapping. Wow. It's crazy that you said what you said because um my my story is 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 different. It's real different. But hip hop mean a lot to me. Like I love hip hop. I love all music and um hip hop just fall into that. And so um one thing since I love it, I respect it. So I want I want to see like the good in hip hop. What I feel is good in hip hop anyway, you know what I mean? But at the same time you got to respect the culture like, you know, it it grows, it flourishes and you can't be mad at what other people are doing as well. So, you know, we got to just accept the shit, but I love it. I love it for what it is. I even love what it turned into like so far. I love the fact that you got people that could express themselves. I love how we got this underground market now, you know, mm -hmm. I, I love it. Let's talk about you first and what I know of you as uh, uh, in the past. All right. Mm -hmm. So, first of all, one thing that sets you apart from most rappers in Jersey is your voice. You have a very compa, compa West Indian type um, <laughs> MC voice. Tell me about tell me about your influences. Is that part of your influences? Is who part of my influence? West Indian culture, West Indian music. Definitely, I'm Haitian. All so right. definitely, Absolutely. like. Yeah, so that's definitely part of my culture. Um, you know, I grew up listening to Bob Marley, um, all of that type of the 70s reggae type shit. So, and then my family grew up listening to compa music. So, I mean, it's real diverse for me. So I definitely love Caribbean music. You know, that's in my roots. You know, what's dope is that when you rhyme, though, the compa comes out in, in, in your voice. Cause you have a different voice pattern than everybody else in the group. You ever noticed that? Yeah. I mean, um, I kind of did, but I didn't think that people would notice that. Like I didn't like to hear you speak on it. That's dope. But yeah, I noticed it a little something. Yeah. Um, as you could tell on um, heritage hip hop, we, we, we listen to the music, you know what I'm saying? And one thing, like I said, I, I was following the outsiders for years. Cause, um, pace, knows my cousin and my cousin was very tight with I'm pacing DU. You know what I'm saying? So when y'all had songs come out and I could hear him, he had name? some. His name was Larry Brown. Um oh Larry. Yeah that's, that's my cousin. Bro. Yeah. Oh so, all right that's my bro. Yeah so so I will definitely do that. And like I said when whenever it's like little things came out with the outs I kind of had like a you know an ear for it. I remember um the first time I saw y'all live, you was at Rutgers. 
back when Red Meth and Mo- and then Rock Rockness Monster and them was out there and all that. I remember stuff like that, and I remember the outs being a wild bunch. What did the what 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 did what did the wildness groom you for as you continued your journey in hip hop? I mean, I'm, the wildness wasn't nothing that was planned. So it was like that, you know, th- that was our life. That's what, I mean, I guess separated us different. Nowadays, you got a lot of people wild on stage and stuff like that. But like back in the day, it was different for us because we went up there like some headbangers, you know, and, and motherfuckers wasn't seeing that in hip hop back then. So it was just, but it was just natural for us. We just used to like to get busy, you know? Hey, man, the wild Outsiders will go down in history as one of the wildest New Jersey hip-hop groups that when you experienced them, you experienced something that was wild. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. It was wild. And um, right. the thing that always bothered me about the Outs was because there was so many of y'all, I don't think everybody got their just due. What do you think the world missed yeah. with the Outs not getting their shine? Or the or or the or the ability to get that full group um, push that everybody deserves feels that they deserve. I mean, well, you know what? Honestly, the world ended up getting it anyway. It's just the outs wasn't able to bring it to them because. But what I could say is like, if we would have got our run when we got when when we were supposed to, we probably would have originated like the slow flow of hip hop and um just being commercial and having bars you know what i mean like that was us back then you know before it, it now is a lot is a few people that could come like that but you know what i mean so basically we missed out but yeah we would have i felt like we was coming at the forefront of that you know the slow hip-hop you know, I remember our label when we were signed and used to be presenting songs to the label. They used to be like mad that the shit was slow. Like, yo, I love the song, but it's slow. Can you speed it up? And we'd be like, nah, like, that's not what we do, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I would say that we would have got a chance to bring that to hip hop. But, you know, other people did because now there's a lot of people that rap the slow beats and shit like that. So you on the song solo, right? So low, so oh, that's, low. That's, that's, that's rest in peace, slang. That's slang. slang ton. Right. Yes, that's slang ton. Have you heard that? Bruh, I, this is that's something I wanted to talk to you about you, about you. I was pissed off with the outs for a minute, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, not not disrespectful, not, not disrespectful piss, but just angry, frustrated, because Heritage Hip Hop a couple months ago put out the best of the Outsiders playlist. And it wasn't, and it wasn't like a, um, I it wasn't like um, pay me for something or whatever. It was most like I did this because I love and respect who y'all are as New Jersey hip hop royalty. And um, I wanted some feedback from people from the group. Because, <laughs> like I said, one thing I believe with independent hip hop, most people need to feel appreciated or hear a thank you. So the New Jersey playlist, the best of the outsiders for me, was a thank you to y'all. You see what I'm saying? Wow. And well, I just is much appreciate. Oh no doubt. I just wanted to at least hear a thank you from the group, <laughs> somebody. I uh, should have, but salute, but I salute. Have, I had no knowledge of it. That's I had no good. knowledge of it. That's all you good. Know? That's just that's I mean, just a fan of me wanting to want to just tell everybody, show everybody, I did this for somebody that y'all don't I'm a, think. I'm about. a very 
type of person. So, you know, I would have loved, like, you know, reached out and been like, yo, I appreciated all of that. You know, I appreciate the love. It's all good. You saying it was cool. I got to kick it with as is. I did an interview with Pace One. You know what I'm saying? I, I, it's more of y'all I want to meet. Is that, you know, because like I said, I, I'm, I'm big on telling men face to face, thank you, instead of just doing stuff. And it's like, well, I did it, whatever. I, I like to show homage to people because that's that's what the Bible teaches. You know what I'm saying? It's homage. So that's what I'm into. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But yeah, um, even, even in um, even in listening to the Bet My, My Best of Outsiders playlist, which is available to all members for free on heritagehiphop.com. Um, what, I, what, I, what I understood about the Outsiders was that? I said, how many songs on that playlist? Oh, probably like 20 songs. It's an hour and 20 minutes long. It's like a, I made it like an album. So when you listen to it, you get a taste of the whole group. You know what I'm saying? So um, when I um when I when I look when I look at the history of what the outsiders is talked about, I wanted to touch on certain things in this interview that everybody does not talk about because everybody asks about Eminem, everybody asks about um the outhouse. I want to ask you about sparring. What was it like to be in a group that was built on lyrics and you always had to bring your best? Mm. I mean, at the time when when we were doing the outside of thing heavy, it was it was fun for us. That's what made us what it you know who we was because you know we used to look at it as a sport. So it, it was fun. It was dope. Like we used to look forward to the competition when we in the studio and it's time to do a song. You know, niggas is like, I went on this. I went on this. You know, and so you know, we, everybody looking for the opportunity to to respectfully shit on the next man. <laughs> You know what I mean? But it was always fun. We still we still look at it like competitively in a fun way, you know? But it was dope. Yeah, I mean, when I was um when I was going back through the archive, of course we didn't get slang ton rest in peace. And slang, the slang promo was something that you know people was looking forward to for years. Even after some people didn't even know he passed away truly. And it was like, yo, what happened to him? And then they got the news. It was like, wow, that, that was going to be something different. You know what I'm saying? And then you had the people who was like in my category, who was like nauseous, DU, Axe. Um, we wanted to hear what they were bringing to the table because they're uh, yeah, yeah, y'all voices were so different to be in that whole group. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, like, for instance, um, DU, he had on um, Big Face 20. That's my shit. <laughs> you know oh, saying? wow. That's my Surprise shit. you heard that. Hey, yeah. it's, on, it's on the best of playlist. That's on the website. You know what I'm saying? So, so like, it was about, it was about, I want to see what they bring individually because we always heard the top heavy part of Pace, Z, Rodiga, as is. Let me ask you this. What what made your style what it is? And how did you use your voice to make your style bigger? Mm. You know, I'm going to honestly tell you Z and Pace, Slang, they like the fathers of my, of like my rap style because I came up as a young kid rapping and I used to be around them. And um, they was a big influence to me. So I learned, and, and from being around a lot of MCs, 
Yo, they used to be like the dopest to me. Like it wasn't nobody fucking with them. And so, you know, I learned a lot of that lyrical aggression from them. Like just, and I was good at it too. You know, I was talented. I I, I had a, a talent for it. So, you know, I was able to put good words together. And, you know, of course I got a little sense. So it it, it, it was something that worked out for me. But I can honestly say Z and Pace and um, Slang, Lone One, they like taught me a lot. They was like fathers of my style growing up. Cause I was like a little boy when I first got with the outsiders. You know what I mean? Like, mm. like uh ninth grade year. You know what oh, I mean? Wow. So hmm. yeah. That's very interesting. My brother, my brother used to manage the outsiders, and I okay. used to rap. And um, you know, so when he started managing them, I always Yaya and my brother was always cool, and so you know, it was always like when we see them, it was love. And so it was like, yo, I heard you rap. I heard you rap. Let me hear something. And so, you know, when them hearing me rap, they wanted me on like, yo, he's dope. He's one of us. Yo, he's us. And, mm. you know, it went from there. But like I was a little boy starting with them, looking up to them. You know what I mean? So it was like that. One thing uh, I talked to P. Long, right? And one thing about him, he would always say, how the outs could go anywhere and start a cipher everywhere and bust ass everywhere. Tell me about the that's, cipher that's life. Oh man, that's that's when that used to be the sport in hip hop. Because yeah. the good thing about ciphers was it was aggressive, but at the same time, it wasn't straight. You wasn't straight dissing the person. You right. know what I mean? Y'all was just all ciphering. Unless it got personal, then you know, you projected it, but you know, the cypher life was dope. You know, I mean, that's where hip hop come from. It started out in the parks. Do you, you know I mean? do you think with the loss of the cypher, hip hop not only downgraded, but it, it, it lost part of the what made it like attractive from the beginning today? I think, I think that, um, See, here's the thing, right? I think people is confusing the mainstream as hip-hop because okay. hip-hop grew into something beautiful. Mm -hmm. You know, it grew into something beautiful because you got all different types of artists. You got people who filthy rich in hip-hop who you don't know from a can of paint. You know what I mean? Nice. And so that's a beautiful thing. That's a good thing. That's like, you know, that means the doors are opened up tremendously. So it's like, um, as much as is a lot of fuckery that we don't agree with, but it's a lot of good that we do agree with. You know what I mean? There's a lot of MCs that's getting the show. Like, like, um, there's dudes that's selling out arenas and they don't, they, they not on the radio. You know what I mean? So I, I personally, I like this. That's one of the reasons why I'm here now, because I like the state of hip hop. I see where I could capitalize in a good way, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And at the same time, it's something that I enjoy doing and, and things of that nature, you know, but um, it's, it's a good opportunity, it's a blessing. Like, you got the power. I'm doing everything myself. You can't nobody stop me, you feel me? So this is beautiful, I love it. All right, your internet connection kind of went out for a little bit, but I got you though. Here's something I want to ask you. There's always been speculation about what brought about the end of the outsiders. What do you say? 
Um, the same thing that break up everything, lack of money, problems. You know, I mean, it, it was it was personal things in between it, but you know, just just going through the problems and then the the music business not being as tight as it needs to be. You know what I mean? But basically, just the problems broke us up. I mean, we get. I mean, that's different. Of course, it's personal detail that I'm not going to get into. That's fine. Um, you know, but yeah, but you know, it was just little personal issues between some of the crew and um, and then the music business wasn't going well. You know, and one thing led to another. Some dudes was mad at each other. You know, but. It's the good is no, we passed all of that now. No. Okay, that's good. Passed all I, of that. We all cool. I, I, I pray so because it's always good to see um, strength in numbers when everybody everybody prays upon weakness and solid and, and solo solidarity. Because you can always change a man's <laughs> mind, but when he has a team behind him, a group can be more powerful than a solo entity. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. I agree. Um, the outside is always standing together. Okay. So let's talk about this. When As Is issued his challenge to M, right? The outsiders became hot all over again, which is great because it put New Jersey hip hop back in perspective. Um. What did you see happen with the reigniting of interest in the outsiders and their move and their music? Just what you said, that people was that the name starts and then things of that nature, you know. Um it wasn't even a plan for things that ended up happening, you know, so it was all perfect timing. That's why I always I mean, I'm a strong believer in God and good things. And, uh, you know, I believe God is on my side. And um, yeah, so it's just perfect timing for me. But, yeah, I see an opportunity myself as friend for, for when my music comes, it'll, it'll give me opportunity so that people may want to hear my music. I think they should because you come from an era where people definitely had to have integrity and talent to do it you see what i'm saying uh one, one thing about your style is that you have patient delivery and while while everybody's on the vibe and most people are mumbling why does patient delivery work when it comes to your music and the culture itself you know what for me it's, I, it's all i got because that's what i come from from like, like you see how nowadays these dudes be doing music and they come sounding like the next dude or you know and and shit like that. Yep. In my era, it was like it was none of that. And like, no offense to nobody that do that. You feel me? If that's what make you money, if that's how you feed your family, you know, I wish you the best. But you know, from you know, we was MCs that just focused on separating ourselves. So. I mean, even if if I think that I sound like something or somebody, it will make me be like, I don't like that. That sounds such and such. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's just natural to me. It's natural to just want to be unique, you know? 
that's that's what I come from. The power of being unique, I think, is the lost art that's coming back in hip hop because a lot of people don't want to sound like somebody all, all the time. A lot of people do want to stand out in the crowd because it seems like when you don't stand out, you're splitting your money with everybody else that you sound less like. You see what I'm saying? What what is true. the believe what, it or not true? Yeah, what what is what is the richness you find in uniqueness that people need to pay attention to? The richness and uniqueness. Mm-hmm. I think um I think when you're not being unique, you're still in the sense of searching for yourself. You know, because um uniqueness is like a sense of knowing who you are and, and just displaying it. So when you're when you especially if you deliberately, there's some artists who deliberately try to sound like somebody else. Those are artists that, in a sense, not not in a bad way, but they got an identity crisis because they don't really identify with their true self. They reaching out to somebody else to identify what they think is going to be profitable for them. I mean, but it worked for some people. Some people is good imitators, you know, so I'm not. Well, one, <laughs> one, one part of unique uniqueness is finding peace. Now, your name was Nauseous, and you changed your name to Sun Haas, right? Tell me, did my manager send you my bio? Did he send you the bio? Yes, he did. And you didn't read it, though, but you didn't read it. I did read it. I like to lead in so you tell your story. I don't like to tell your story. I think that's that's a horrible interview. But, yeah, shout out to to Weirdo. That's my man. That's (laughs) my fucking brother. Yeah. But, but I see, love that guy. But see, when I when I um just a side note, when I get bios and stuff, I don't like to go word for word from the bio because all I'm doing is saying what I've already been told. I feel an interview should be yeah. a great conversation where you get enlightened in the conversation. So because I know the answer, okay. I yeah, these people don't know the answer. So it, it was it was great it was great information but i would like for you to tell them about the awakening <laughs> and why you changed your name okay but so um and that I even said like i was i lot nauseous as an mc as you know thinking about what i meant and stuff but i never was comfortable with that name 100 percent. it was something I went with at the time, you know, and um, so, yeah, I did find peace in my life, and um, not only did I find peace, but it's crazy because they life is like a 360, and it brought me right back to my original self, which was Haas, you know, so, and, yeah, so I, I went back to my true self. Haas stands for Heavenly One's Son, so, you know, um, and, and like I said, that name called out to me a long time ago, a long time ago. All right. I'm, I'm glad you brought up the bio because that gives people a little behind the scenes of how I do my work. One thing that the bio doesn't show me is spirit and body language. You see what I'm saying? All right. I want to change what we said. Let's pick up in another another place. We talked about okay. the cipher and you changing your name. You shared nauseous and you went to Sahas, right? Yeah. Now, part of that change was you starting a battle league, right? And the battle starting a what? 
a battle league, like a, a MC battles yeah. and stuff. Yes. And, and part of the battle league, like we said, with the outsiders that battling and doing ciphers is what made the outsiders the outsiders. Was that the Word. major thing that got you wanting to do it again because you had muscle memory for being around battles and ciphering yourself? Nah, nah. Actually, I didn't. I mean, I always wanted to do it again, but mm -hmm. I didn't realize how much I did at first. But like, you know, because I love the music, but I thought it was over for me. You know what I mean? Like, I, I was... I, I just, I, I'm a businessman as well, you know, so I was just focusing on businesses and things like that. And then, you know, like, you know, I just started to change my life as far as my focus and, and um, things changed for me through my meditation. I became a different person. And like I said, like what you read in the awakening, it literally, I literally was awakened to like just a different world right in front of my face. You feel me? So it's like, so I, I just took, and, and with that, my my old MC abilities came back and all types of, I know it sounds weird. People, like, like even now when I talk to people about me doing my music, they be like, well, you should have been did your music and stuff like that. And like, honestly, I couldn't have. It was over with. Like, my, my chakra was blocked and shit you feel me my juices wasn't flowing so it's like i was able to clear my chakras and just vibe and sense and now your boy son Haas is back you feel me and so i'm here and that's what i wanted to focus on for the most part of this interview because we could talk about the past all day but i want to celebrate the man that you are you see what i'm yeah. saying yeah. And, so and, and one thing i could tell you is this um i always ask this question and I want to know what your take is. It what's the difference between a job and, and work? A job and work. Yep. Because a job is something you have to do. Okay. Work is something that you put in. Literally, you feel me? Like you putting in the work to to better a situation. You feel me? Because your job can be work, but you know, but also work could not be your job. You feel me? Because I could put in work. Working out, I could put in work, watching, just being the best man I could be. You know what I mean? So it's like when you put in work, that's I feel, in my opinion, I should say, yeah. In my opinion, putting in work is is, is you know moving towards a goal. But the job is something that needs to be done. Because if I hire you for a job, you got to do it. If I'm paying you anyway. Okay, let's take it to the highest elevation since we talked about chakra. Because this is how I want to celebrate mm -hmm. you in this interview. Because, see, when most people get on interviews when they talk about hip-hop, it's always about beats and music, right? Like I said, mm -hmm. I do that, I do that, but not the way they do it. I do it through celebration. And you are somebody I'm going to pay homage to. So, a job okay. is something that a man gives. Work is, work is the purpose that God gives. So, that's why you're doing I, music... Yeah. That's why you doing music is not laborious because a job comes with labor, but a, but a work is something that you produce. Word. So I respect the fact that not only did you change your name, but you meditated and did your chakras because inside you found your work. God made you an orator. That's why you have style, flow, ingenuity, a voice, a, a dignity, and then a purpose. Because when I listen to temper tantrum, Temper tantrum is not mm. I'm the best rapper. I'm doing my thing. Temper tantrum is I rock, but I, I rap, but I got a message. And if you're nice, you can hear it. But if you can't, you'll get it later. You feel me? Ooh. 
I didn't know. I'm glad you peeped that. That's motivation for me because I, I put that for people like you to recognize and to recognize that and, and them facts and how we coming because yeah, and 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 I, it's greatly appreciated, bro. Well, of course, because like I said, once again, everybody watching, this is Karev, a heritage hip hop with Sean Haas, formerly known as Nauseous of the Outsiders. And this interview is brought to you by HeritageHipHop.com and New World Productions. Shout out to Weirdo. Um, when we do our interviews, I can't talk about music with you because if people don't know your story or connect with you as a man, then why would they listen to you? you I saying? agree. This is what I want to get into. I want to know how Sun Haas is coming and why Sun Haas is coming. You heard? So I, I love it. One thing I liked about the video, Sun doing my thing, right? Was like I said, when so you, doing my thing. Oh, sorry, sorry, so doing my thing. One thing I like about the video is apart from the bio, I don't get your spirit or your body language. In hip hop, everybody wants to be the tough guy shooting a gun or looking mean at the camera where I see you flying kites. I see you on Springfield Ave. I see you around your peoples. It seemed like you more at peace being you than being at war trying to commit an image that people have to accept. Am I right? Man, you dead on. You 100% dead on. I mean, you actually put it in words that I don't even articulate as well when it comes to speaking on it because um. I just, you know, I be, I'm serious when I say so doing my thing, and and that's in every aspect. Like you said, like I ain't worried, and I mean that don't, you know, we're not even going. Like you said, I'm not sitting up here with no tough guy face. Listen, like you said, I'm at peace. Is love, but you still don't want to fuck around with me. That's you know right. what I mean? But um, that that's what it is. Like you know, it's all love, man. And I, I'm glad you see that. And you know what though. Shout out to, to um, my nephew, St. Oliver June. I've been having so many people coming back, giving me that type of response that they see that. And I'm like, you see all that in my life? <laughs> like, <damn. laughs> like, it is true. You see, what you're saying is accurate. And I'm like, I, that's what I'm trying to show. And I, I guess I showed it a lot. So, yeah, thank you. And that's, what, that's how I'm coming. That's what's up. But remember, perception is the thing that most people don't understand elevation is the elevation is the movement of life through example so some people catch it and some don't don't just like they just like they won't catch even a hook on your song bill gates you know what i'm saying certain patterns and words that you have to have an ear and you have to have knowledge to understand yeah What's different about how you wrote songs then to how you write songs now? What's different is the market that I can target. Okay. What's different is now I don't have to care about being radio friendly. Now I could express myself because I know there's a lane for expression. You know, I know there's a lane. If I go out there and do my best, knowing that I'm talented on top of that, I know there's there's you know glory at the end of that road. So that's the difference with then and with now. Because back then when I would have been doing music, I would have been focused on, like I said, the late 
people telling you it got to sound like this. It got to sound like that. Da, da, da. You can't be your true self. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And sometimes you want to say some shit. Just changing that one word changed the whole vibe of the verse sometimes, you know? So it's like now is expression of self. And that's that. I love that. I'm glad you said glory because glory is the feeling of being finished and knowing that you've done a good job. Oh, yeah. I, I tell them that all the time on my Instagram. Glory road. That's where I'm going. And, and, and part of glory is having knowledge, wisdom, understanding, and insight. Mm. Mm. So, so I'm going to ask you an insightful question that will be mm -hmm. based on the rest of those three factors. As an artist, most artists say they want to be free, but what they really fight for is liberty. What's the difference between liberty and freedom to you, and how do you show it in your music? Mm. The difference between liberty and freedom? Yep. Well, I mean, I guess because I never really thought about it like that, but mm -hmm. that's definitely a, a factor because um, some things we had liberty to discuss and some things we don't have the freedom to discuss. So, so um, shit, what's the difference with it? With the so to me, I mean, the difference is that the difference is that what I just said, like that some things we had liberty to discuss and some things we don't have the freedom to. For me, what's um, what's important? Freedom is important, and um, like what we had liberty to discuss is as well and that's one of the reasons why i'm doing this because um i don't know where this is going to take me but um i'm like i said i'm searching for glory that means through happiness and um there's a lot of things that can make me happy you know what i mean and uh like I, I, one of my goals is to get better reach reach for power and and try to fix things as best as i can you know and that's glory road for me I'm going I'm to I'm take you to another elevation because you talked about chakras. So the chakra is the building up of energy through your body. So it hits all your temporal port, ports. And that's, you know, shown by colors. And colors yeah. are emotions. And the highest emotion, which is here, is a freedom, correct? Uh, yes. So liberty is being able to do something as long as you're told you can do it. Freedom is doing anything you want because you feel you can do it and you have the right to do it. Say that again. Liberty is what? Liberty is being able to do something because you're allowed. Somebody told you you can do it. Freedom is doing anything you want when nobody having to tell you. You just do it because you choose to. Yeah, I agree with that. So this is the man who told me, your woolly pass is being recalled. I'm going to teach all y'all how to speedball. To now, yeah. to now being somebody who's telling me that, yo, life is good and I'm good. But for you, in order for you to feel as good as me, you got to be free. You got to what? Be free. In a sense, yeah. But let me tell you something. Tell me. That's one thing I love about myself. Because I even went back to some of my old lyrics. And um, just because I said that, like, your woolly pads getting recalled, I'm going to teach all y'all how to speedball. That don't necessarily mean we out here talking about in the club speedballing you right. can mentally speedball talk about me? it talk about so it it's like, so like whenever i even things like that when i put those down trust me i'm touching both realms 
and that's like I was getting into about appreciating myself. So I've gotten into some of my old music and peep, like even from back then, there was a spiritual side of me that I wasn't acknowledging. Exactly. You hear it in all of my raps. And I was just like, wow. Like when I said the rap messiah back then, I put that in one of my new songs. Mm -hmm. And I was like, but I'm just like, bro, I mean, all of this, through all of this, uh, I feel, you know, this was the path, my path, and it's, it's, it's going how it's going to go. And that's why I, I, I respect and will honor you no matter how big or small the world sees you because you exist, I'm going to honor you because mm. anything you learn in life, everywhere you've been, you will return back to because if life is 360 degrees of understanding, then you have to revisit the past to know who you are and also set the road to where you're going to go in the future. Know that. Know that. Know that. Know that. So I appreciate you too. I appreciate your understanding. This this interview is getting more fun. I, I don't even feel like I'm being interviewed. I feel like I'm talking to one of my partners. And that's what partner. we do. So, <laughs> well, listen, man. Shout out my cousin Polo, man. Always right. out here getting on my nose. You know, I love him to death, man. <laughs> All right. So what's the future for Sun House? Is there an album coming out? Is there going to be more Battle League things or are you setting the stage for something that even the world isn't ready for yet? Um, definitely that. I mean, no, I'm let, let me not be so presumptuous, but I'm going to definitely say, um, I'm a, I'm a creative person. I'm, I'm definitely trying to move forward and all of that. I can't say what the future holds. I can tell you what I'm aiming for. I'm aiming to drop this project. I'm aiming to drop my next project after this. And then, depending on how I feel after the second project, I, I might just um, focus on my artists. Like, I have artists. I have a nephew that's fucking incredible. And um, I have other artists around me, like, you know, and I, I think I'm, I'm an awesome businessman. So we're going to see where it go. If my music juices... If the music gods is telling me to keep going, then I'm gonna keep going. But um, right now, as of right now, I'm appreciative for what I've been given and what I, I I'm aware of, and um, I don't have delusions of grandeur. I don't see myself as Hot 97's poster boy. You know what I mean? So, and like I said, this is a strategic business move with a purpose. You know what I mean? Because um, you know, I'm real with what I say. I do need and want great things for everybody. And, you know, and, and I wish I was empowered to give it to people. So, you know what I mean? So it's, this is just all an attempt for me to better myself, better the planet, better the people and move forward in life. That's it. Before, before we even fade off, I want to tell you, you do have the power to give it to them because every little thing you do is a living a testament and example to inspire someone else. All they have to do is pay attention. So I want to salute you because you are doing it because you're helping me understand things, even giving me the opportunity to interview you. So I want to say thank you to you. You're welcome and thank you. So give everybody your social media so they know how to get in contact with you and how to find you and hear the music. Well, yeah, you can follow me at um Sunha's Sun Sun underscore Haas underscore Sun. Um, also, I have a YouTube page Sunha's Haas Sun. 
You feel me? So everything Sun Ha is Ha Sun. Just look under the sun and you're going to see me. Talk to All me. Right. It's your boy Sun Ha. All right. But we're not done with this interview yet. But before um we go to the second part of the interview, I want to tell everybody, respect the artist by listening to their music. And if they have music that you like or you love, buy the music. Because by showing into their music, you get you give yourself the ability to have more music. But more importantly, Heritage Hip Hop does not believe in renting music. So if there's somebody out there that you like, please buy the music. Because with Corona, COVID going on, and may everybody who has it have been healed, anybody affected by it, may the most high give you peace and serenity, number one. Number two, it, it snowed and froze over in Texas and it snowed in Brazil. And we lived through a Donald Trump presidency. If the internet ever froze and you were renting your music, you do not own your music. So please, if Sun Haas has something that you like, if Sun Haas has something that you like, especially the song Temper Tantrum, which I'm co-signing right now, please buy the song and make sure you sow into him because not only do you give yourself the music that you love, you're not renting it, you own it. And if music is the thing that can change the spirit and calm the savage beast, don't put yourself in a bad position by not having the one thing that makes you feel better. So please buy the music. You agree? That's awesome advice. I didn't even think of that. That's awesome advice though. Ugh. All right. Man. So with that being said, it's time to go to the rapid fire questions. The rapid fire questions are not yes, no questions. These are questions designed by your music and who you are to tell your depth, understanding hip hop knowledge and your place in the hip hop culture. You ready to go? That's good. What song or album from another artist perfectly describes you? What song from an artist? What song or Coogee album? Rap, Ill Street Blues. Ill Street Blues. Coogee Rap. Let's go. Ooh, that's, a that's a classic. That's a classic. That's a classic. Oh my god. Okay. What is the perfect hip hop beat? Meaning, if this person never came out with that song, that beat would have been yours in your first single. Um, Pace One, I Declare War. That's a classic. Okay. That's a classic. My, ne my next I'm actually, I'm actually taking a crack at that. It's going to be on my YouTube page. I murdered that beat. You know, um, Mad Love, the almighty Pace One. But it's going to be on my page. Y'all want to see. Let's go. I salute. Next question. Um, the remix is one of the most pivotal parts of hip hop where we took a song and redid it and added people to it or changed the beat. What's the greatest remix in hip hop history to you? Mm. Scenario two. Let's go. Okay. All right. Come on, don't play with me. I'm with I'm you. Hip hop. I got all the brothers, so I was really deep old school. You're Okay, let's let's do something based off of your catalog now. Everybody's big on the verses. If the outs had a versus, who would you like to see the outs go against? Oh my gosh, the outs have a versus. Uh, that's a good ass question. If the outs had a versus, I would say the outs would have to go up against um like Black Moon, Smith and Wesson type. Shit. No, you know what? Not even. I, I would say um they they can't boot camp click boot camp click but I know we would have a problem with them because they more famous than us but I look at them and something like that I mean we could go against D12 but we would probably trash D12 on the versus <laughs> but um I honestly I I would look I look at us as like a boot camp click type of squad 
and uh, Helter Skelter, all the niggas, uh, Smith and Wesson. But you know, when they come up there, start, I'll probably be on their side. They start talking that, Bug Town. <laughs> Yo, that, that's my shit. I but now nah, I would say that, I would say that type of wave. Who can't versus so outs? Oh my God. The high rows? About outs versus the high rows too? You like that too? The who? Say that again? The hieroglyphics? Hell. What? Yeah, outs versus the high rolls. Okay. What? Come on, talk to me. We gonna that's talk. That's real. That's where outside of hip hop come from, though. You yeah. know what I mean? Like them types of lyrical dudes. Like, like that's who them the type of people Z and Pace and Du and Slang put me up on when I was a little boy. Like, listen to these niggas. And then because I was talented and aware of rhyming. I'm hearing these guys like the hieroglyphics. Man, shout out the hieroglyphics. Y'all want to listen to some old school bars? Go look up the hieroglyphics. Souls of mischief. Yeah. Matter of yeah. fact, yeah, but anyway, go ahead. No, nah, no, nah, I, I like the enthusiasm because I want to hear you go against casual. What's up? You got casual? Casual. I don't even know who that is. That's one Who's of the hierog- that's one of the hieroglyphics. A plus oh, you opio casual. Yeah, you talk about a versus. Nah, Let's remember, go. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I don't want to go up against the hieroglyphics. You feel me? They're like my OGs. Are you kidding me? That's homage, nah, though. Um, yeah. Oh, nah, I would love to um be in a circumference and, and fuck with them niggas. Even do a show with them niggas. But um, nah, I didn't remember casual. I remember um A plus. Uh. Yeah, A plus OPO, OPO, uh, Domino. Uh, there's so many of us, 13 members. Like, it's, I don't remember. <laughs> Matter of fact, Exhibit is from that crew. A lot of people don't even know. Like, Exhibit ended up coming from them, right? He went to he the, no, nah, he was he's the liquid crew. No, nah, he came from okay. um, the alcoholics. That's and, yeah. The alcoholics. That's right. Yeah. I used to yeah. fuck with them too, though. Shout Give out to Catastrophe. To Shout out to Tash yeah, and J Ro. They was hard too coming out of California. Yeah, that was my let's group. Go. All right, so let's talk about something a little serious to show that you are a man of depth, not just music. Um, you said Definitely. you um you you said you you said you a- no, nah, go ahead, bro. You you said you eighteen oh four, right? Definitely. With everything that's going on in the world, and Haiti is is, is put in the most disastrous situations and people use um people use the ideology of witchcraft to condemn Haitian people what is the strength of a Haitian person how was the world blessed with Haitian culture wow that's a beautiful question um we listen the Haitian people contributed so much to like um the slave trade and stuff that was going on like as far as uh what's the guy named Tuasant Lobo too yeah Sean Sean Lachelle yeah yes he um like that war that he did wasn't just for Haiti like that war freed like half of the south like South America like Ecuador like Ecuador a lot of them Spanish countries like all of that shit happened because of the war he was starting. Like Haiti was just one of the parts that happened. But so basically, he was 
the Haitians was one of the first group to show people like, you know, don't, don't, don't fall back. Don't, don't sit down to these people. I mean, the Mexicans, they understood. So they, they raised up with us. A lot of other people didn't, but you know, but that's what it was. That's, that was their contribution to the world. As far as around that time, Haitians wasn't going for the bullshit and uh, they choose to fight back and, and uh, had a war that they won. They won at first, but then the friends came back and surrounded the island and, and had niggas at bay. But still, they give us props because we went to war. We didn't have none of the equipment they had. We was just fighting. They was on horses. They had guns, all of that. We had swords and we fought them, and you know, and we took it. That's our contribution to history. And not only that, um, not only that, being that Haiti was one of the first countries to overthrow white supremacy, I will say that the 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 unfair atrocities of um, pre prejudice and and destroying of a culture is put on them because they were the one of the first to do it. And I salute Haiti as a nation and and, and its people. May the Most High bless all y'all. Salute. Thank you. Let's and, um, uh -huh. salute all the people. I just want to give a all them people out there that's going through that shit. Like I said, my love. Right. I think about that shit every day because I've been out there and I saw how fucked up it was before this earthquake. So y'all can't imagine what they're going through, but it's terrible. It's people out there buried, man. Like, yeah, buried alive. Could you imagine being buried alive, bro? Like that's y'all. Like that's terrible. Yeah, that's terrible. In that heat, in that heat, buried alive, man. But yeah, yeah. I, I send my love to them people and blessings, and I just wish them the best. Yeah. And donations, if you can, like, yeah. if you know any place that's official with the donations, send a link. Send a link to me, my peoples, because we we with that. We all on that. And we want to say send our love as well. Y'all got, um, got me faded, and drunk, and I. Let's go. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Let's let's finish it out on a high note with a couple questions. The next question I want to ask is this: The Outsiders is known for always bringing the best with rhymes to the party. That's why people were scared to do songs with y'all. So I heard. One question I want to ask you is: Who came? Who came to the outhouse to do work with the Outsiders and left disappointed because they weren't good enough? Because they wasn't good enough. Yeah. Um, well, bro, in our, our house days, MCs came through there all day long. But mm -hmm. see, we wasn't them type of dudes, though. Like, like, if you wasn't good enough, you just came when they got spanked. Here's the thing with the outsiders, yo. It was, it's so much outsider music that never flourished to, to the world. You know what I mean? And like in them outhouse days and all of that type of shit. So it's like, they're like, that's a good question because there's a lot of MCs came through their songs with us. I actually did a song with KRS-One one time when I was young. Nice. When I was young, KRS-One came to the hood to visit Z. He picked, he picked Z up. He picked Z up at my house and I was there. Z used to have me riding with him because he, you know, he used to fuck with me like that. Man, we went out. We we was with Karis one. We did a song at DJ Scratch House. Shout out DJ Scratch and uh, Word Up. It was, but yeah, you know, we've 
through the years, and I was still in high school then. I was in my mm. high school group. I remember the next day bringing it to my homeboys. Like, I did a song, Paris, one last night. Mm. <laughs> but nah, word is born, though. Um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of MCs, but we wasn't some type of niggas. You just got spanked if you wasn't nice. Okay. Just got spanked, that's all. What do you think the world misses by not having New Jersey hip-hop? And the reason why I ask you that is because when everybody talks about New Jersey hip-hop, besides Fetty Wap, they talk about people coming out 30 years ago. What do you think they're missing in the, in the history, those 30 years? They're missing a depth of lyricism that I have I've seen few MCs touch on. But the thing is, MCs do touch on it, so... You know what I mean? We can't say it's something they never seen. But the thing is, we got a lot of awesome MCs down here. Like, you feel me? And the way the game is now, without all of the red tape, a nigga got a label down here. He ain't the only person eating. Them artists eating, everybody can eat. You feel me? So it's, it's, it's some strong MCs down here. Real strong. Like, next level shit. Shut That's up. why... I'm sorry, good. That's why in the Battle League, you know, you got uh, several Newark artists in there. That ain't by coincidence. You got several Essex County MCs in there and then more coming. There's little boys out here that's big fans of Arsenal and Surf and, and, and Shotgun, and they they want at it. You feel me? I feel you. But so it's like it's a level of MC that the world haven't seen just from how many of them. But, but you know, we we gotta hurry up and do something because niggas is coming. What's the name of your battle league? I don't think we got the drop for that. Um, BFFO Bar Fight Face Off. Okay, bar I fight have to re reignite it because, like, as you read, it was something that I was doing at the time, and um. And it was part of my love for the sport, love for hip hop, you know what I mean? But um, that's one of the main things I'm looking forward to, you know, as far as just doing that, having a, a rap league on, especially what the, the fame, once I reach a certain level of fame, I'm going to be able to help out some of the artists back home. And definitely I can help them with a battle league, you know? That's dope. All right, salute to you for that. I got three more questions and then we're going to end the interview, all right? Yes, sir. So I got another question for you based on music. And the question is this. If you, had the, if you had the ability to make your perfect song, who's on the song with you and who does the beat, Dead or Alive, No Restrictions? Kanye West. Me and Kanye. Yeah? What Kanye? Yep. Old Kanye, new Kanye? Which one you like? Christian Kanye? Which one you like? I really, I want to sit down with the new Kanye. I want to pick his brain. Okay. I, I've been fascinated by Kanye. Like, a long time ago, I told niggas he was something else. And now, he's that. He's that something else that they can't even understand. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love every bit of it. I see so much of myself in Kanye. All right. Before, um, before, um, let me get this up before what, um, give me, give me your opinion. Give me a testimony. How did you like being on Heritage Hip Hop? And would you recommend other people to come on the platform? <laughs> you already know. <laughs> you can listen, listen, I really enjoyed this interview. I really did because, um, you made me feel special. You feel me? And, 
And and I, I chose the first words in my head. I chose not to sugarcoat it, but you made me feel special. You I appreciate that. Well, may the most high bless you because he made you special. I'm just glad I'm able to highlight it. And look, here, here's the playlist. Here's the best of the outsiders that I made. So you asked me how many songs on there? 15. Authentic Outs is the last song. Oh, talk that shit. That's what's up. I love that song. Too. Yeah, so I got you, like I said. Yeah, yeah. Abdullah Gang, listen, man. You need to holler at Yaya. He got two Have sons you, I heard, right? He has three sons. Three sons, okay. Yes. Shout out um, Mighty Go Crazy, Majid Talib. Yo, his sons are fucking phenomenal MCs. Like, listen, it, niggas need to be fearful. When you hear those boys, be fearful because they they the next level of what we was. I just hope they keep that fire. I I'll got be, in them. Well, I'll be talking to them next month for September because this week for everybody out here watching, this Saturday is the Heritage Hip Hop Awards. August 28th, 8 p.m. on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and come join us 8 p.m. Saturday so you can see who wins the awards for Artist of the Year, Collab of the Year, Song of the Year. We're also going to have a, um, a, a representation for Interview of the Year, and we're going to give out the Govmatic Award. So make sure you tune in August 28th, 8 p.m. on Heritage Chip Hop YouTube to catch the Heritage Chip Hop Awards. All right? You're invited, too. You're invited. Make sure you um drop by. Thank you. I, yeah, I'm gonna be there with bells on. All right. So this is my last question for the interview, and the most important question of the first interview. And I said first because we have an open door policy. You don't have to be Billboard's top 100 to be on my show. So when your album comes out and you want to do an album review show or something like that, you're more than welcome. All right. I'm with that, and you know what? I like the way you get in depth. I'm, I'm going to be looking forward to reaching out to you for those types of situations, conversations, anything like that. You want to be the first thing on my mind because um, I'm into my vibes. You heard? So yeah. it's like uh, until somebody else show me more vibes, you show me a vibe I, I, I love and appreciate. Thank you very much. So to finish off the interview. Let's go with the last question. The last question is this. In 2023, the, the Universal Hip Hop Museum is going to open up, right? And in my world, in, in 2023, the Universal Hip Hop Museum is going to open up, right? Uh-huh. And um, uh-huh. that's, in, that's in the Bronx, New York. And in my dream scenario, we have a New Jersey wing in there that talks about New Jersey's contributions to hip hop. Wow. In that wing, they're going to have something about the outsiders. In that mm. wing, they're going to have Sun Haas in there. And somebody's mm. going to say, who is Sun Haas? And they're going to push your red button and your hologram is going to come out. And they're going to get mm. your life story and your music. My most important question to you is, what is the legacy you leave behind that made the world better because you did hip hop? Wow. That's deep. I honestly never thought that far as far as legacy and hip hop because I'm gonna tell you like to the people to decide. But um because I'm gonna put my heart in this music. So uh I think most people that 
now that I'm thinking about it, people that do leave a legacy, they usually don't plan on it. Most people that's talking about they're going to leave a legacy and you don't hear from them. But my point is, like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I do know that I plan on just giving a piece of me always. I'm always give a piece of me, show the love that I want to project. And other than that, I, I don't really know what type of legacy as far as just us all being better people. I'm not a difficult man. Like, I'm not nothing crazy. You feel me? I'm just about us being better, us being loved. It ain't that hard. You feel me? So if I could leave a legacy, it would be for us to be better people. That's it. And with, that being, yourself. with that being said, before you go, since you said that, now let me give you your roses. All right. When you're on the suit, when you're on the screen as a as a hip hop artist or rapper, you are a superhero, and you're one of the heroes that did not have a cape, but that meant so much to the city and the people who who acknowledge you. As a person who saw you on the screen, and I used to talk to as is in college, I knew his cousin Mel, and I remember when Money 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 first came out, I said that is my favorite outsider song, period. And it's it's hard for anybody to outdo that song. And I remember seeing your part in the video, and I was like, when my youngest is like, yeah, nauseous, yeah, I was like, that's the energy that keeps hip-hop hot. That's the energy that keeps hip-hop alive, and that's the energy that I always loved about hip-hop. Because it wasn't always the person in the background. It wasn't always the rapper. It was the fact that somebody who looked like me can inspire me to be greater. So if you want the world to be better by being having a good example and living in it, you started it years before you changed your name. You actually have done it for a long time. So thank you very much for your example and what you showed me as a person who loves hip-hop music. Okay. So, with that being said, everybody, this appreciate is Karev. It. I really appreciate that. Oh, no doubt. For everybody watching, this is Karev, a heritage hip-hop with Sun Haas, formerly known as Narsage of the Mighty Outsiders. And if you want to know who the Outsiders is, if you don't know, go to heritagehiphop.com, become members, and you can stream our Best of the Outsiders New Jersey playlist number three. With that being said, we are out of here. So, y'all are welcome, and we say peace, and we out. Thank you for watching our presentation. We ask that you subscribe to our YouTube family and hit the notification bell for updates. Please like, comment, and share this video.